If you're like most mission-driven professionals that I know, your relationship to work and your career have changed since the pandemic began. I'm Jen Walker-Wall, career strategist, resume writer, and founder of WorkWonders Careers. This season, we're talking to mission-driven professionals to hear how their relationship to work, careers, and ambition have changed over the past couple of years. I hope you'll join us. Welcome to Reimagining Ambition. Hey everyone, we're just about halfway through the first season of Reimagining Ambition. And you may have experienced that working through the past few years have really shaken up people's lives, including their career plan. As a career strategist and resume writer, I have seen these shifts up front, up close, in person since the pandemic began. And in this week's episode, I want to share what these changes are conceptually so that you can better align your career with your values, goals, and needs, whatever they may be. These shifts are not necessarily mutually exclusive. Many people have chosen to combine them in order to find something that works well for them long-term and that also allows them a bit of rest or recovery time in case they've been experiencing exhaustion and burnout or just too many demands. So the first shift we've seen people make is around boundaries and expectations. So these would be internal shifts about what you consider acceptable and desirable at work. This is about how you want to be treated and how you also want others to be treated. Are you in a role with constantly expanding responsibilities? Maybe it's time to shift your boundaries, how you respond to those demands or what you consider an acceptable workload. If you are constantly putting out fires and want to serve more strategically, either in your current role or in your next role, it might be time to give yourself permission to change your expectation around what work actually looks like. Number two is around organizational alignment. A popular shift we've seen is people looking for an organization that feels aligned with their values. From how they treat staff to how they engage with the community and world around them, we've seen clients avoid applying to places that are either notorious for compensation and equity or for contributing to larger structural issues. More than ever, mission-driven professionals are really looking for a place that they can feel good about. Number three is a break or a sabbatical. In the first half of my career coaching practice, I think I had like one or two clients who left work, took a break, and started the job search. That conventional wisdom of it's easier to find a job when you have one has been so powerful in, I think, compelling a lot of us to maintain continuity in our employment. But in the last few years, I've seen dozens of people take time away in order to recalibrate. And since 2020, I think this is one of the ways I see people rethinking risk in their career by temporarily stopping their work, taking some time, and really thinking strategically, knowing that it may take a little bit longer because they don't currently have a job, but being okay with that. And just to clarify, a lot of people sometimes do some work during this period. So I've seen people go from office jobs to bartending a couple of nights a week or having a very small consulting portfolio. So for folks who did need an income coming in, I don't want to make it sound like people just all had the resources to take time off from work. Some people were using severance, some people were using savings, and some people were transitioning into some part-time work that enabled them to keep things flowing income-wise and still not be working a full-time job. 
Number four is downshifting. Now, downshifting to me is about moving into a role with less responsibility or fewer demands. This might be about taking work off your plate, finding a less demanding job. It might be about shifting to part-time work, if that's an option, and pursuing those kinds of roles. And really about acknowledging that it might be time to have more of a transactional relationship with work, where you log in, log out, don't have to take a ton of work home with you on a regular basis. That's something that's been really important to a lot of folks that we've worked with. And then the opposite of that has kind of also been true in its own way, which is around up-leveling. Now, this is sort of the opposite of downshifting. It often looks like moving the alignment of your role and your desire to serve more strategically and less tactically, perhaps. It might mean moving into a role that is more demanding, or it might just mean that you have a broader scope of responsibility. Sometimes those things go hand in hand. Sometimes they don't. So we don't sort of make the assumption here that up-leveling means more hours. It might mean more responsibility, more satisfaction, perhaps a smaller portfolio or more resources even to execute that work. So it can feel really different. Number six is community work. This has been one of my favorite ways to watch people in our community contribute and grow their skills and experience. And I'm purposefully bringing a lot of threads of work into this single category, like volunteering, free or steeply discounted consulting services, organizing and social justice work. There's simply no shortage of opportunity to share your skills and time with worthy and aligned causes and organizations. So if you haven't already, this is something that is definitely worth exploring. Number seven is freelancing and self-employment. Along with taking a break or sabbatical, Another move that often felt too risky for clients is leaving a full-time job to pursue freelancing or self-employment. But this could also look like starting a side hustle or side project. I see people use this as a way to earn extra money, boost their income, but also as a way to flex creative muscles and exercise autonomy in ways they may not get to in their full-time work. Number eight is leadership. Now, I've seen a lot of people step down from leadership roles in the last few years. So many managers have come to me and said, I'd be really happy taking an individual contributor role. And I get it. There have been a lot of competing needs that managers have had to navigate and facilitate. But I have also noticed that there are a small group of people who are ready to step forward and really have the capacity and desire to tackle some of these challenges. And if that's you, there could be really good opportunities here. A lot of us are looking for good leaders at work, and if you have the skills and capacity, this could be a great time to step up to those kind of roles. And finally, number nine, lateral moves. You can't see my air quotes, but I'm using air quotes around lateral. I feel really passionately about this one because one of the most common and recurring questions that I field is, is it okay to accept this lateral role? Will I look unambitious? Will I look like I don't care about moving up? And what's interesting to me is that when people bring me these offers or these jobs that offer more money, but the same kind of work or the exact same title, but much more resources or a better environment to do the work, like those aren't lateral opportunities. They may have the same title, they may not expand your scope of responsibility, but if someone's offering you a better environment or more money or more resources, that could really mean it's a better opportunity. And I want you to think about what growth really means and looks like if you are interested in pursuing alignment, because I think what you'll find, and most of us do, is that this like up, up, up trajectory and focus on hierarchical growth 
isn't always going to cut it for those of us who are really focused on alignment. And that having better resources, whether it's you personally as a staff member or the work that you're doing, can really be transformational. And if you have the opportunity to do what you're already doing, and that feels aligned already, and to do it in a way where you're better compensated or better treated or better resourced, that that might just be a better opportunity. And it won't mean that you're stunting future growth opportunities to move up hierarchically, but it might give you the time and space and resources to really transform yourself into someone who can propel themselves forward if that's what you decide to do. When it comes to aligning your career, there are so many options available to you. You might need more than one. So give yourself permission to be honest about what you want and need as you're taking your next steps. And of course, if you're looking for career or job search strategy, resume and LinkedIn writing, career coaching or support for your professional development, make sure to visit us at workwonderscareers.com. Me and my team would love to support you in making a move that matters. Thanks so much for listening to Reimagining Ambition. Thanks for joining me this week on Reimagining Ambition. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to help us share these stories with even more mission-driven listeners, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. And if you stumbled onto Reimagining Ambition because you're ready to explore what's possible for your career and you love practical career exploration, job search, and resume advice, please check out our private community podcast, Off the Clock. It's only available to folks who sign up. So join us at www.workwonderscareers.com slash podcast to learn more. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Check out the show notes for links to those accounts. See you next week.